Hey guys, just because summer is ending doesn't mean you need to stop. Stop what? I don't know. If your goal is to lose stubborn body fat, you need to pick up um, a supplement on stnutrition.com called DTE. For what, Ben? Why do you? Why do we need DTE? Well, if your if your goal is to lose fat, maybe at a quick amount of time, depending on how you're eating and how you're training. The intent, this intense fat burner not only tastes amazing, but it gives you that extra push during your workouts or during your cardio. I like using it during cardio. Um, it really helps you reach your goals a lot faster. You know, it's not going to be the end all be all. It's not going to really um, help you do everything. You got to put work in in the gym. You got to put work in um, with your diet. But if you go to uh, your web browser and your phone, if you go on the internet, on your computer, um, type in stnutrition.com. Take a look around and see what we have to offer, guys. Um, so if you choose to destroy that enemy and burn that fat, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you save you some money so you can you can do that. So go to stnutrition.com. Um, choose the DTE, your flavor, whatever you like. And then when you go to checkout, go to the promo code section and type in strong S T R O N G. And what's that going to get you? It's going to get you 20% off, um, your DTE. So I'm going to help save you some money because I want to see you reach your goal and also do yourself a favor and destroy the enemy going on everyone today on the strong tower podcast we have um an old friend of mine who used to be like a multi-sport athlete and i think she still plays a couple uh sports now but found her way into the giant world of photography and but she's not just any photographer she takes pictures of women to help themselves empower themselves and um, get more confidence in themselves. You know, many people will probably see it as like a, uh, a nasty or gross thing to do. But if you're really um, an artist, you can appreciate the art that comes along with those type of pictures. So everyone just sit back and let's welcome to the Strong Tower podcast, Leslie Bradford. So anyway... (laughs) I know you're nervous, but thank you for um, coming on. And the reason I kind of wanted to talk to you was because I know you from high school. Mm-hmm. And I know you were related to a lot of different sports and stuff. But then all of a sudden, you got into photography. Mm-hmm. You know, so when did that start? Uh, well, I took your dad's course in high school. It was the black room, so it was film and all that. And I just thought that was so awesome. 
Um, but that was really, after that class, it kind of like died off a little bit. And I mean, three sport athlete, you really don't have time to do pictures. Um, but then in college, I think it was like halfway through my freshman year, I picked up a camera and I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this could be cool. And so, of course, the typical, you start photography, you do pictures of like flowers and things that don't move. And then um, you slowly incorporate people into it. And you're like, hey, you want free pictures? Like, I'm practicing. And then from then it was a family friend was like, hey, I'm getting married and we don't have a photographer. Like, you want to do a wedding? And I was like, uh, you know, I don't like do this, right? They're like, yeah, but if you don't do it, we're just not going to have pictures. And I was like, oh, um, okay. So I think they gave me like a $50 gift card. I was like, hey, thanks. And so that was like Jeez. my first experience, like legit experience going into it. So yeah. after that, I was kind of like, well, that was fun. Like, it's cool to be a part of big things and take pictures that they'll have forever. And so from there, kind of like, how many YouTube videos can I watch? And what does this button do? And so then it was kind of like trial by fire. I just shot everything and anything. And then it was it kind of teach as you go. So I didn't take classes or any of that stuff. It was just right. move buttons, push buttons. Oh, this does this. This does this. Right. So then it kind of just turned into something. So what, um, were you using like a regular camera or like your phone when you first started? Um, I never used my phone. I always used like those stupid little cheap ones from Walmart. I started on those when I was in like middle school, but okay. it was like, again, stupid stuff. Yeah. And then um, once I started getting into it a little further, I got like the Nikon D31, which isn't even around anymore. Yeah. I think they discontinued it. Um, and so then slowly I started doing more events and then that paid for nicer cameras. And so now I shoot with a pretty nice camera. That I love it's the D750, the okay. Nikon. I know you guys yeah, are yeah. Canon people, yeah. but I shoot Nikon. <laughs> so. No, I don't. No, Nikon's a Nikon's a good camera. Yeah, they've got some nice stuff coming yeah. out. I'll be uh, eventually switching to the mirrorless, hopefully, but yeah, that's a long time away. Yeah, we'll see. Um, see, for me, I actually did a wedding. I didn't take pictures, but I helped my dad with like the lighting and mm-hmm. stuff one mm-hmm. time, and that made me say i would never want to do this <laughs> it's it's it you know can what be I mean? stressful because one like a wedding is so much um to someone's like memory mm-hmm. you know and you're responsible for taking those mm-hmm. pictures and or doing that video and making it something that they like yeah you know yeah. it's definitely a lot of pressure um, yeah. i think once you get a couple under your under your belt it's not as bad i know the first time the the 50 wedding i did it was like you go online and you look up as many different poses as you can and you look up you talk to other photographers see what they recommend and how do you handle this and what do you do about this and honestly a lot of it is you just got to get the experience oh um, yeah it's it is stressful though i mean there's weddings i did a wedding it was like two hours behind schedule it's like how do you how do you make up two hours like exactly what um <laughs> it's pitch black outside and we're supposed to be doing portraits like 10 minutes ago so <laughs> i don't know what you want from me but i can't bring the sun back up so you're, you're always going to have people who are a little unrealistic but for the most part it's a good time I mean, yeah you get paid to go to a party so no, yeah, can't pretty be much. that bad. <laughs> yeah, you get, I mean, you get to see different stuff and you get to um, experience like different kind of weddings. Like I know my dad has been to like a, a gay wedding, a Jewish wedding, mm-hmm. a, um, a wedding gone bad. Oh, I've been to and those. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I guess like the uh, groom got drunk and did mm-hmm. something with the bridesmaid. Oh. Yeah. Something. <laughs> they was, happen. It happens. Yeah. It was, oh, I can't even imagine. 
Um, so you started with weddings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you st- do you still do weddings? I do a little bit of everything now. Okay. I primarily do weddings in boudoir. Um, some family, some engagements, all that stuff. But those are my two big ones, weddings yeah, yeah, and boudoir. So. That was the, another question I had. Because how, how do you even start that? That is a funny Someone's story. just said, hey, picture, take pictures of me naked. You no, know what that's I mean? a funny story because I had one done and the person who did it did such a bad job. I was so oh, embarrassed wow. to even look at the pictures. I don't, I literally, I don't, I, I don't even know where they are. I, I didn't download them at nothing. They were so bad. Did you know pictures when you got it done? Like, did you know, like, have that eye no, yet? No, oh, because okay. I hadn't started that. Oh, wow. So, so it, it I, really was bad. Th- this was, I was looking at these, like, um... I it was so embarrassing. So when I walked out of there, I was like, I never want someone to feel like this. Like this is yeah. a terrible feeling. Like you go in there to build your self confidence, and you walk out feeling worse than when you walked in, and that should never happen. Yeah. So when I left, I was like, I, that's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna let that happen to any of my clients. So then I started getting into it, um, and now it's it's honestly probably what I'm most passionate about. Yeah. Um, a lot of. For someone like myself who's very self-conscious, it takes a lot of bravery to Mm -hmm. do something like that. Um, Something that I I try really hard to make my clients feel like they're on top of the world when they're done, uh, which is sometimes hard to do because people get in their own head. But Mm -hmm. I love it. I do. That's what my studio is at home. So yeah. the stigma so, behind it is pretty bad, though. Like, um, yeah, but when you're when you're in the when you're a photographer or you're an artist, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You can see the beauty behind it and the reasoning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not just looking at it and be like, "Oh, that's porn." Well, you know what I mean. You'd be surprised how many people tell me that, though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't have that eye. They don't mm-hmm. see what you're supposed to be seeing. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Um. But so take me through like what kind of stuff do you tell your clients that have never done that before that want to do something because most do most like women do it for like their significant other or themselves or um the two biggest reasons are as a wedding gift or just because they want to feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. um any reason's a good reason because it's just a good time um the process is a little so it's it's funny and i tell all my clients like the first 20 minutes you're going to be so scared like you're going to be you're going to look like a deer in a headlight like you're not this is not going to be the first 20 minutes honestly those pictures are literally just to get you to the next 40 minutes um so literally 20 minutes in a switch flips and they're just like walking around like they own the place and it's great and you can just see the confidence just immediately changes and uh, I'll show them a couple pictures on the back of the camera, and they're like, "That's not me." I'm like, "Well, you're standing there, and it's definitely you." So, and then it's it's an even better feeling knowing like, okay, when I'm done editing them, they're gonna look ten times better, even more so than they already do. So it, a lot of it's angles, a lot of it's mm-hmm. um, like pushing your chest out, pushing your hips back. It's so it's a lot of coaching, and people are like, "Well, are, are you gonna like tell me poses, or do I have to figure that out?" I'm like. You literally have to show up, sit down, get your hair and makeup done, change into these clothes, and I pretty much take care of the rest. Yeah. So it's not like you're on your. It's not like okay, go. <laughs> like it, yeah. It's it's not that way. Um, so people, of course, the unknown is nerve wracking. So once you get there, once you get people in, they're like, okay, well, when can I schedule my next one? I'm like, whenever you want. Like, yeah. it's a. I'm open. Just let me know. So, yeah. 
some people look for reasons to do it now just because, oh, well, Christmas is coming. Like, I, I can do it for Christmas, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> I'm here. So, yeah. yeah, I have a really good team behind me. Um, I have professional hair and makeup come in. And so it's kind of like the whole atmosphere and like the whole, you're the queen for the day. So right. people feel pretty special walking yeah it's like the adult version of like when you go to disney world and the little girls can get all the princess yes. stuff yeah it's yeah. kind of like the Except adult version maybe a little less close than what a princess would right, wear, right. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um but it's so, it's so crazy that that you just like find your way into that yeah it, that's what i've always wondered i'm like how did she even yeah it's definitely not something i mean you knew me in high school that's yeah. definitely not an avenue i thought i would go down right um because i'm just a I'm pretty shy for the most part. I mean, I'm an introverted extrovert, if that right, makes sense. Right. So it's not like I'm super outgoing. I'm friendly, but I'm not like, I'm just not that way. So yeah, yeah, to yeah. go down this avenue was surprising to me. And right. um, a lot of people don't know I shoot it, um, which is also interesting to me because I don't, I don't know why it's interesting to me. I guess people don't think that I would shoot something like that because right, they know yeah, who I why. am. Right. Um, but I love it. That's honestly probably what I'm most passionate about. Yeah. Do you get any, uh, like, backlash in church about yeah. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've had people come up to me like, um, why are you shooting porn? I'm like, Nuh-uh. wait, <laughs> who's shooting that? Because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why, honestly, a lot of people in the church, I don't, I don't even bring it up. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get ridiculed for doing my job and right. doing something I'm good at. I'm not. I'm not going to take that from people. So they, they're certainly welcome to think what they want to think. And if they don't want to do it, they, I'm not telling them they have to come to my studio. But exactly. if I'm going to make someone feel more confident and more comfortable about themselves, then, yeah, I'm going to do it. They have clothes on. Like, come on, people. It's like a swimsuit. They're, like, walking around in a swimsuit. It's not that big a deal. Right. It doesn't need to be a big deal. But people make it a big deal. Right. What's, like, the – what if, like, an old woman, like, wanted uh, to do it? They've done it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They are honestly some of the more, um, they like toe the line more than some of the younger girls do. Like, it's crazy. Oh. <laughs> they're like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. <laughs> but they're, they have a great time. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. whoever wants to come in my studio, I'm happy to shoot. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so... Do you kind of like explain to people like the art, the art in it at all, or um, like? Not really the art in it. I think a lot of it just comes down to, again, building their confidence. A yeah. lot of it comes down to like, no, you can do this. Like, you seriously, it's not that hard. Just listen to what I like. If you can take direction, which most people can. It, it's not that bad. Okay, so that's kind of like where your passion comes from is mm-hmm. from helping people, like helping yeah. women do that. Yeah, because when I had mine done, there was no direction. There right. was no okay, do this, look here, turn here, push this. It, it just there was no coaching. Right. And because of that, I mean, the quality suffers. And I was so mortified that I, I don't, I honestly, I think I looked at the pictures twice. And this was like five years ago. Yeah. And you, these kind of pictures are pictures you should look through. Is that why you wanted to do it for your like mm-hmm. confidence and stuff? Yeah, and it was awful. And just made <laughs> it, it worse. Was awful. Jeez. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. Was it a woman yeah. shooting? Uh, yeah. Did you get like? Did they have like hair and makeup? Is that like the thing to do? Or? Um, my best friend does hair, so she came and did my hair, and then 
the, the photographer, which this should have been a first red flag. She's like, oh, I work for Mac. I'll do your makeup. And I was like, okay, great. And so she did my makeup and I looked like a clown. Yeah. I don't wear makeup to begin right. with. So you put makeup on my face. I already feel weird. But then it was like 15 pounds of makeup on my face. And I was like, what happened to my face? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, the whole thing was a train wreck. It was just, and front, like I said, from that point on, I was like, I never want anybody to feel like this. And fortunately, to this day, none of my clients have walked out feeling like that. So yeah. I'm doing my job. At least I think I'm doing my job. If yeah. people are happy, then I'm happy. Exactly. So. Well, is that is that mostly what you're doing? Is that like mostly word of mouth? Mm-hmm. Is how it's getting around? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they'll like, they get their pictures back because they'll say, I don't, I don't want you to post anywhere. I'm like, that's fine. If you don't want me to post them, I don't. Yeah. Because that's, they're pretty personal pictures. Right. And so... Um, They'll get back, they'll get their pictures back and be like, oh my gosh, I showed all my friends and they want to do it. I'm like, great, send them my way. <laughs> like, I thought we, I thought you didn't want to show anybody. Yeah. But they get so excited when they get them back because they look really good. Yeah. Um, they get so excited. They're like, oh, all my friends looked at them and they loved them. I'm like, wait, isn't this for your fiance who hasn't seen them yet? <laughs> so they always get a sneak peek. But That's crazy. Um, so do you have like... Uh, Cause I mean, cause you only post like what you're, what they say you're mm-hmm. allowed to do, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you've had like probably every body shape. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's um, it's different for everybody. Um, some people are very comfortable with where they are. Some mm-hmm. people are not comfortable with where they are. So I, I'll usually get the oh well, I want to lose a couple pounds before I do it, which. My thing is, you look great how you are. If that's what would make you more confident and more comfortable, by all means, do what makes you comfortable. Um, but if that's the only thing that's stopping you, you don't, don't. Just do it. Just do it. Like, it it, it completely changes your mindset on how you look based on, like, you might say, well, I'm really not happy with how I look. Okay, well, just do it anyways. Like, it, it just, you'd be surprised the confidence it brings. Um, so it's... It's hard, though, for people because yeah. you can't get out of your own head. Right. Um, the first thing you're going to do is critique yourself. Right. And the whole point of this is to not critique yourself. Yeah. Um, it's to kind of value how you are yeah. um, and accept how you are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm a lifter, so I completely get it. Like, oh, yeah. You do everything you can to look the best you can and work out five times a week, six times a week, and everything in between. But at some point, you got to be happy you, you just have to be happy with yourself. Right. Um, and that doesn't mean you stop working or stop trying or stop right. doing your best, but you can't just tear yourself down all the time either. So hopefully these pictures, they do a pretty decent job of bringing people back up to the, you know what, I actually look really great. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all different types of bodies, all different types of people, different types of, well, I'm super shy. Well, I'm super outgoing. It's like, okay, well. We'll, we'll get you all to the middle point. Yeah, work with it. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, but there's also there's also some kind of, um, I don't know, like you kind of have, got to have some kind of confidence within yourself, but then also kind of, because uh, that's why I kind of don't like the whole, um, sometimes I don't like when people say, oh, well, I love myself, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's cool, but you're unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a line between um, 
loving yourself for who you are as a person and not being physically healthy. I mean, you should be taking care of your body to begin with because that's the only one you got. Like that's what you got till the day you die. So you might as well take care of it. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely welcome anybody into my studio. Whoever wants to come. Yeah. That's so crazy. You ever had a guy? No, (laughs) that's actually called doudoir. There's a name for it. (laughs) There are people that shoot it. I don't, but there are people that shoot it. Um, I think it's more of like a, um, I don't know. I've just never, I've never been asked and I've never offered. So we're that just would be gonna... awkward. I mean, to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if the dude had a nice body, it'd be less awkward. Yeah. A lot of guys actually do get it done for their wives. I am, I yeah. have not perfected male modeling. So yeah. I don't, I don't even really know sometimes, how to start. Like, I'm not going to be completely, I'm going to uh, completely honest. Like I, I thought about it. Like, um, but also, I'm very, like, self-conscious about my body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Especially after being a bodybuilder and, like, really having that, like, body dysmorphia kind mm-hmm, of thing. And mm-hmm. I'm just, like, um, like I could look really good to one person. Mm-hmm. But to myself, I'm like, oh, what? But that's everybody. I mean, right. there are always going to be things that you pick out. Like, I hate my arms. I hate this. I Well, there's always going to be something that you're not happy with. Oh, yeah. Um, but... A lot of time, like I, so when I have my clients come on, I send them a contract and I send them a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And part of the questionnaire is, is there anything that you don't prefer to showcase about your body? And some people will say, well, my lower stomach. Well, that's like a hundred percent of people. That's pretty much them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, of course I'm going to, but to know what they're self-conscious about helps me know how to pose them to hide those things that they're self-conscious about. Right. So it's like, well, if you turn your hips this way and you lay back this way, well, then the bottom the part of your lower stomach that you're worried about is gone. You don't have to worry about it because it's yeah. hidden. So knowing those things going into it helps me do my job better to make sure that they see the best of themselves right. and not pick apart those insecurities. Right. So it's like, oh, well, I don't like my arms. Okay, well, pull your arm off your body. Don't squish it up against your body because then it looks ginormous. Because right. I'm very self-conscious about my arms, so yeah. I know these things. But like I said, going into it, knowing what people are prefer, like, some people really like their legs. So going into it, knowing those things, you know what to showcase more than other areas, which makes my job yeah. easier. So um, what would you say to like people that would say, like, um, oh, that's not their real body because you're posing a certain way to make them look a certain thing because yeah. that's not really them because um, if they look in the mirror, that's not what they're going to see because the picture is going to say mm-hmm. something different. Because mm-hmm. you get a lot of that on Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, also mm-hmm. you got Photoshop and yeah. all and that kind of stuff. Say. And There's a difference between posing someone properly versus Photoshopping them. Mm-hmm. The only thing I do in Lightroom is I'll smooth out skin. I, yep. don't, I don't make you look smaller. I don't shrink your weight. I don't do that stuff. Oh, yeah. What you look like is what you're going to photograph like. Right. And I'm not going to make... Just change I'm not, like the coloring yeah. or just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I'll edit... Um, I'll edit the coloring and stuff like that. But as far as changing people's bodies, I don't do it. Essentially, based off your question, I would say you you are photographing that person. I mean, mm-hmm. just because you have them turn the proper way, if they go home and stand in front of the mirror and turn that same way right. that I told them it's to, still them. Yep. it's still exactly. them. It, it doesn't change. It just People don't know how to properly... Um, they don't know how to properly turn or properly pose. 
So if you don't know how to do something properly, then how can you, like, if, if you go right. home and replicate what you've learned, then you look like how you do in the pictures. Right. If you don't have any coaching or if you don't know what you're doing, then of course you're not going to be able to look like that because, but at the same time, like, your body's your body. It's not going to change unless you do something to change it. Exactly. So, I mean, if you sit here like this, of course you're going to have rolls across your stomach because you're sitting slouching. If right. you stand up straight, chances are you're not going Smooth to. Smooth it out a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it's the same body. Right. You're not Photoshopping six packs. You're not right. Photoshopping, like, jacked arms. It's just you're photographing that person. Right. You're just helping them pose ways that are more flattering for themselves. Yeah. So that's so – I know some people are like, oh, well – I've had this is a bride's mom was like, Well, I don't like how I look. Can you make me thinner? And I'm like, No, <laughs> nope, I don't do that. I, yeah, I, I don't do that. I'm not going to make you. I, I, that's my one of my biggest things with the tabloids is um, everybody says, Oh, well, I want to look like her. I'm like, Well, that's not what she looks like. She's right. Photoshopped. That's if you look at some of the Victoria's Secret ads that come out, you can tell poor Photoshopping is done because their arm is like the size of a twig and their biceps like four inches bigger. Right. So it's like I don't ever want to get to that point to where you make people look like they aren't themselves because then you're telling you're you're feeding into the media of oh well, everybody wants to look like a supermodel. Well, yeah. the supermodels don't even look like supermodels because exactly. they've been photoshopped, exactly. and I refuse to feed into that. And I'm pretty big on like. Like you said, there is a line between being healthy and being mentally healthy and physically healthy. And you should take care of your body and be physically responsible for yourself. Right. Um, But to make somebody uncomfortable because they felt like I thought that they needed to be photoshopped smaller. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that would break my heart. (laughs) Exactly. And this is little things too, like... um like maybe it's cellulite or maybe it's like you don't like the size of your arms or whatever you know but it's funny because it's kind of like bodybuilding in a way because they pose that way Mm -hmm. to accentuate what Mm -hmm. what you know for to show it right to show it off yeah that's essentially what it is yeah you know you're posing to a certain way to accentuate what you already have exactly you know that's a great way to put it and it's really a beautiful thing it can be you but know? some people don't look at it that way, right. unfortunately. Because they don't have that mind of an artist, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it takes a um, a particular mind to see it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't see bodybuilding as art. They see it as grown men standing up there using steroids. Yeah. You know, so, but that's how I always saw it as mm-hmm. you're sculpting something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sculpting your body, you're sculpting... Um, a photo mm-hmm. or you know just something to really uh accentuate something that you are given mm-hmm. um and something that you already have mm-hmm. and it's funny because i was just watching the vmas yesterday like mm-hmm. the rerun and cardi b walks out and she's got a dress where it's like slit on the side so mm-hmm. you can see all the way up her butt and you can see the cellulite and stuff i'm like that's weird because mm-hmm. you never see that mm-hmm you yeah. know they usually don't show that on um especially celebrities mm-hmm. you know so that shows you like okay this is real yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean again the whole media does a disservice to to people in general of oh this is what this girl looks like it's like yeah. okay, but how many how many layers did they put in photoshop on it to make her look that way exactly. so that's not and i found honestly a lot of the people who bad talk about boudoir or bodybuilding they're just ignorant they're and it really are and honestly a lot of people 
in my in the photography world people who don't know about boudoir they're just ignorant and so i can't get mad at them because mm -hmm. they don't even know what i'm talking about right but again if you're willing to ask questions and you're willing to learn instead of just being like oh you shoot porn it's like okay that's not helpful or productive here like let's just have a conversation i'll exactly. answer your questions right. and by the end of it maybe you'll have a different view if you don't that's fine but you don't need to blast people for it because you don't understand it. Right. So I Especially think, what it's doing for women and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything that can bring your confidence up or, you know, help, maybe help your marriage or yeah. just yeah. whatever. Just yeah. something like that. Just to get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, that's why I think it's like the coolest thing to be the person shooting that because yeah. then you get to experience, you get to see the smile on their face. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when they see the pictures and, right. you know, stuff like that. I mean... I mean, it's kind of the same thing like shooting a wedding. Yeah. You know? Um, and doing, like, video and stuff like that. Like, I'm fortunate to have um, a brother and a dad who are really big into that kind of stuff. So I learned from them. Mm -hmm. My brother, he uh, lives out in California, right? So he, <laughs> he takes pictures of a lot of stuff. You know, he'll help people out. But mostly it's um, he does video of... Uh, scooter riders and he mm -hmm. gets paid for it um and they're all professionals that's cool that kind of stuff and um so i guess this guy that he knows knows another guy that did a wedding and so their videographer um killed himself oh gosh so they were like we need someone to edit the video so they asked my brother well that's cool um turns out he didn't have mics on the bride or groom but the just the reverend or pastor or whatever it was mm -hmm. i was like what <laughs> he was like yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah i can hear them perfectly but you can't hear the bride or groom i was like oh geez yeah you can't read so like getting a pro caught in a predicament like that or yeah. getting stuck in something like that uh i couldn't imagine but what is like um have you ever been through something like that in a wedding where you're like, oh, no, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah, the yeah. wedding I was telling you about earlier, that was two hours late. Um, I had never, it was, I think it was a Pakistanian wedding. Oh. And there were some cultural things that I wasn't aware of that I... They didn't tell you? I asked, but they forgot to tell me. I, I'm, we're just going to say they forgot to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess one of the cultural things, I... I I'm ignorant in their wedding, right. so I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I was told that all of the guests show up to the bride's house before the ceremony, mm -hmm. and they walk her to her car. Um, so we had to wait for everybody to get to the house so they could walk her to her car. And I'm like, okay, we're supposed to be at the venue or the where the ceremony is like 45 minutes ago. Where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> and so they like, they dance and sing and all that other stuff. And so we finally walk her out to her car and I'm thinking, okay, we can make up for it. It's not a big deal. Like weddings run behind all the time. I know this, it's whatever. So then we get to the ceremony and everybody goes inside. And then I guess another custom or something they wanted to do was everybody goes back outside and greets the bride and does like a singing, dancing festival little thing with bubbles and yeah. and so i'm now looking at my clock like what are we doing Jeez. Like, it's, this it was a fall wedding so the sun sets early yeah. and you have to be mindful of that and so mm -hmm. by this time i'm like we still have the ceremony we still have family pictures to do we st we gotta go yeah. so 
It was a longer ceremony, which again, didn't really account for that right. because they told me it was going to be short. And then um, everybody at the end, of course, they have to walk through like this big crowd of people to get to their car to go to the venue. Well, we get to the venue at like 7.30 and sun sets at like 7.45. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to go. And so I'm like trying to run them through the venue to get outside and they stop and talk and say hi to people. And I'm like, my son, my yeah. son's gone. And by the time we got outside, it was pitch black. Oh. And um, there, uh, there's... And you don't use lights, do you? No. You use a natural light. Yeah, I'm a natural light shooter. So yeah. it's like, well, um, <laughs> I guess we're <laughs> I not doing portraits outside. And so the, the guy that was doing their video, like, turned on his big spotlight. But then it looks like they're deer. So we did the best we could outside. I think we got, like, 10 pictures outside. And then mm. I was like, well... I guess we're doing the rest inside, and yeah. so nobody ever wants portraits done inside because right. it's that's some people do, but that's not my style. So yeah. yeah, that wedding, and then they had like a belly dancer and a sword swallower, and I'm like, Jeez. what in the world? This is and you crazy. didn't know about that? No, I didn't Dang, know about it. How are you gonna keep that out? Though? I don't know. I was like, I this is why when I send out my contract, it's like, is there anything else I need to know? Like yeah. that's probably where you would fill in that information. Yeah. Um, but other than that, most of my weddings have been pretty smooth. Um, some of them, you might, I may or may not have had a groom show up drunk to his wedding. Yeah. That was a little tricky. Because <laughs> it shows in pictures. That's why we try and tell the bridal party, like, yeah, you can drink, but don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're done the pictures, go take as many shots as you want. But right. just people's faces turn red. People just stumble. Yeah. I did have a bridesmaid stumble down the aisle one time. Jeez, man. Like guys, just give me like forty five. Can't minutes. wait till the reception. Yeah, just give That's me what it's for. Minutes. So um, you know? yeah, I've had some weddings where it's like you kind of get there and you're like, okay, well, you got to make the best of it. I yeah. mean, it's not your wedding. You're paid to do a job. You do your job the best you can. And at the end of the day, they know the situation. They know the circumstances. There's nothing you can do to change them. Yeah. Um, how they respond to that is up to them. I the one with the two hour wedding. The mom gave me like a bad review and said I was I didn't pay attention to detail and I'm like wait <laughs> wait a minute. Oh <laughs> but, man! I mean, you can, some people you'll just never make happy. Unfortunately, yeah. you can do everything you can, you can do your job to the best of your ability, but some people just they'll never be happy, and you have to come to terms with that. Because I'm a people pleaser, yeah. So I try and make everybody happy, and when you've got some people who are like, well, I don't like how these look. Well, you can't redo a wedding. It's yeah, kind of like, exactly. I'm really sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? Put ha- your dress back on. Yeah, how do I fix this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, it is tough, though, in this industry yeah. where you try and please people um, to know that some people just aren't going to be happy. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean you try less, but if anything, you try harder. Right. But you just have to be mentally prepared that some some wrongs that people think you do you you might not be able to make right yeah and for someone like me that's hard right but especially when you have a certain style mm-hmm. and um and that person doesn't understand mm-hmm. you know the whole photography thing or video thing mm-hmm. and um because it's like i did a uh, a video for a karate school oh cool and um it was my first like kind of like business video mm-hmm. and i'm not used to doing those you know mm-hmm. but i watched a lot that my dad did yeah and i was like okay i kind of got a feel for it but i put my own thing to it and um the owner was like oh can you do this this and this i'm like for this video yeah no 
<laughs> I don't think you want that. No. You know, but he got then he got all mad and stuff like um I was like, dude, I'm telling you, man, for this kind of video, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, um I think some people get in their mind what they think it'll look like, yeah, but then they don't really realize like it's yeah. really not going to work that way. Yeah. Um, the, usually the videos that people reference in their mind are done with professional actors, professional, like right. everybody in the set is a professional, so you can make it look like this, where in reality, we're dealing with everyday people. Like, yep. These people exactly. aren't trained to, to do this and move like this, and yeah. it's just again media does a good job of saying oh well it's easy like you throw a camera in front of these people you do this you throw it all together and it looks great it's like mm, how much money went into that like exactly. it's not it's not that simple yeah so people i mean pinterest has done damage to the wedding community on oh, all fronts oh, i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> so i mean you have these ideas of oh well this is this is a picture perfect wedding okay well that's probably a styled shoot and yeah. that's probably not actually a wedding yep. some weddings are phenomenal and gorgeous and they do look like that but look at their budget. Yeah, I, I can probably tell you that that wedding right there was probably not fifteen thousand dollars. It was right. probably like seventy five thousand dollars. Right. So I think people have to be realistic. Right. Um, which Pinterest does a really good job of making people's idea of realism yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I love when people are just like uh, they get their pictures or they get their video back, and they're just so appreciative mm-hmm. of it. You know what I mean? Um, Because they don't know how to critique it. Right. You know, unless it was really bad. Mm -hmm. If it was really, that's how you know when your pictures are really bad is like when someone that has no idea (laughs) tell you they're really bad. I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's Um, honestly one of the best parts of being a photographer is knowing that 30 years from now, someone will look back at your work that you took and be able to show kids and grandkids and whatever. Um, that's pretty like when you look back at your great great grandparents pictures that have gotten passed down from generation to know that I will be a part of that for someone's life is pretty cool not that they'll necessarily remember my name but just the fact that they have something that they can show for generations to me that's like one of the most humbling parts of my job that's why it's cool because you see these stories on Facebook I saw one where um, this dude they were in Hawaii or something and they this dude proposed to his girl on the mm-hmm. beach or was it on a mountain I don't know something like that and he didn't have anyone to take a picture or anything and this photographer was already out there shooting pictures you know the um, sun was setting and it was just a, a beautiful backdrop and everything and um, she nailed a picture and then so she reached out to Facebook to say hey I want to send these to mm-hmm. these people and they ended up finding them that's giving cool. them those pictures Yeah, I'm like that's cool because they would have never had yeah. something to yeah. You hear stories like that pretty often. And the photography community is pretty cool in that if they see something like that and they don't see someone else shooting it, they're like, oh, I got to get this for them. Like, this would be perfect. And then they try and find ways to get it back to them. Um, Some people are not so great and they're like, oh, well, I took this and now it's going to be 50 bucks. You only care about the money. So the nice thing for some people is they genuinely care about um, the memories and preserving those memories. And they're not about the money. Yeah. but that's hard to find sometimes. Yeah. I mean, every time, like, we go out and we have friends that have, like, little kids, I know they're not going to have actual good pictures. They'll probably have cell phone pictures of their kid doing something, but nothing, like, really memorable, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we went to that St. John's Carnival not too long ago um, with our friends, and they just had, like, a – well, they didn't just have her, but she's – I forget. She's, like, 
one maybe. So she's like running around. I'm getting, I'm like uh, taking pictures of her, like getting on rides, and mm-hmm. and I got this one picture of her and her dad walking away, and they're holding each other's hand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I gotta send these to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got some other ones, and I just like sent them to them. And they're like, she was like, oh, thank you so much, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just like, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's honestly the phones have come so far today. The cameras on the phones have come so far that. Yes, it's easy to carry that around and just snap a bunch of pictures, but yeah. what do you do with them? Right. You look back at them every blue moon if you're looking for a specific picture, but other than that, they sit on your phone, yeah. which is another really sad part to having the phone is that right. you don't have albums sitting around anymore. Like People don't yeah. just go look at the pictures on your wall or your coffee table because when you go to print a picture from your iPhone, it's grainy. It's not in fo- it's just not the same. Exactly. And so... Um, it's great to be able to capture that stuff quickly and not mm-hmm. have to carry around camera gear and all that stuff. It's good for short little clips and stuff like that. But yeah. for the cost of, or the expense of what? Now you don't have pictures printed out. You don't have stuff on your wall right. because everything's on your phone and it just sits on your phone. And mm-hmm. like I said, you don't really go back and look through all those pictures. So it's it kind of stinks. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's great that you have those memories. But then it's like, well, what do you do with it? Because yeah. what are you going to do? Put it on a thumb drive and then plug it into your computer every time you want to look through? Like, right. It's, people don't have time for that. Everybody's yeah. so fast-paced and, oh, I got to go. I got to do this. I got to get this done. It's like, okay, well, then you're never going to look at those pictures because they're on your phone yeah. or they're on a USB or there's no, like, tangible product. Right. So. So what do you think about, because I had this happen to me, um, I think, when was the last time we went to Disney World? 2017? And so, me and my wife were watching the fireworks show mm-hmm. in, on, at the castle, right? And I, um, I'm videoing, mm-hmm. and lady behind me says, um, why don't you uh, put your camera down so you can um, enjoy the moment or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I oh, I'm doing this so I can enjoy the moment over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'll just have to, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm that kind of person. I love soaking things in, mm-hmm. but also I want to also remember that yeah. because then I come home and the trip wasn't that great because we went with all our family mm-hmm. and the communication wasn't that great between all of us mm-hmm. and people were miserable. and yeah. But if you watch the video, it looks like we had the best time <laughs> of our lives. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You had no idea. Right. And that's the whole point of it. Right. I mean, that's the whole reason I love yeah. doing video is yeah. because of that. Yeah. And there's a difference between being on your phone all the time because you're on social media and you're Putting texting people right. and you're on Facebook and you're Instagramming, which is all fine and good. Mm-hmm. But videoing so you can look back at that stuff later is not a bad thing. Right. It's a great thing, especially if you go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and this lady had no business saying anything. She can mind her own business. But... When you go out to dinner and you see people sitting across from each other and they're mm-hmm. just on their phones, that breaks my heart. Oh, yeah, that's different. But yeah. if you're at an experience that you can record and get pictures of, that's great. Like, yeah. take it away. At some point, yes, is it important to put your camera down and enjoy it? Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, who are you to tell me I can't video this so I can watch this later? Like, exactly. how does she know you weren't videoing it to show someone back home who's sick and couldn't go? Exactly. People need to mind their own business. And plus, that's something that plays every couple hours Mm -hmm. so it's not like right oh i can just some come see it again or i can hear it yeah you know yeah um because if i'm at if i'm at like a historic place or i'm Mm -hmm. going to see like some beautiful landscape right like 
I'll take a picture or take some video Mm -hmm. and then I'll put it down and just soak it in. Exactly. I was in Israel in March and while I was over there, um, photographer will travel. You, I just, I take pictures of everything. So a lot of landscape, a lot of landmarks, a Mm -hmm. lot of historical things. I did the same thing. You take the picture, you step away, you soak it in, and then you move on. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I detracted from my experience. Right. Um, were there times where I was like, oh, I really should put my camera away, but I just can't. I have to get this picture. Oh, yeah. But you do that for you. You exactly. don't do that for other people. Exactly. I can go back now and look at the thousand plus pictures that I took while I was there and be like, yeah. I remember when I was standing there, this is what I was thinking, this is what I was doing. Right. And I didn't, my relationship with someone else didn't suffer because of it. Right. So, when you're sitting there on your phone all the time because you want to be on your phone and not engaging with the person next to you, then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. But if you're taking it for memories to look at later, that's great. Yeah. Especially if you go back and look at them. Yeah. And then just because you're taking a picture of something doesn't mean it's always for social media. Right. Like you said, you're taking like thousands. Yeah. You know, you're not putting thousands of pictures on no. social. You know what I mean? No, I have so well, between like, Iceland and Israel. I have plenty of pictures I could throw all over social media, but yeah. they're not for everybody. Some of them are just for me. Yeah. Because some people don't care about the mountains that I saw when I was in Iceland. Yeah. I do. That's why I took the picture. But at the end of the day, just because you take a picture or just because you're a photographer doesn't mean you're taking pictures just for other people. Yeah. There's that art side of you that's like, I want this for me. Um, but some people just can't get past that yeah they think oh you're a photographer you're coming to the barbecue you could take all the pictures take all the pictures right not quite how it works yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean sometimes usually, i intentionally leave my usually, camera at exactly home. <laughs> that's what i'm saying you probably have your camera you know what i mean yeah. um my dad it's funny because my dad doesn't really um bring his camera everywhere yeah like to every like when i was younger it was every event mm-hmm. you know but now it's not not so much mm-hmm. But um, I find myself doing that. Right. Not so much with my family stuff because it's my my family is not that you know like we have pictures of us and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I know my wife's family really doesn't. Yeah. So like um, we had a uh, uh, my sister in law just turned fifty, and we did instead of getting her a present, um, like my wife was like why don't we do a dance with all the nieces and nephews? Mm. I said, all right. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. So, so most of them we had, I think four of them we had over here. So we practiced and practiced. Mm. And then three of them we had to teach that day. Oh gosh. So I made it, so I choreographed it a little bit. I made it easy enough so they could remember. Mm-hmm. And it was goofy. It was fun. And, and that's exactly how my sister-in-law is. She's goofy. She's crazy. She's loud. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. So I, I thought she's like, she's going to love this. Yeah. And, um, you know, people got great video on their phones and everything, but it's just not the same as right. like, if I'm, if I'm using that, you know, and I had it on a tripod just set right. up so you can the quality see different. it in the quality. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just something. And now we can go and look back and watch that yeah. and remember it. And yeah, just a little thing. Pictures are very important there. Yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, someday you're going to look back and be like, I don't remember anything. But then you look at a picture and be like, you know what? I remember that. Like, yeah. I remember what we were doing. I remember what we were celebrating. And yeah. I think pictures are, pictures and video is not, our generation, I don't think appreciates it as much because we have so much access to a camera mm-hmm. on our phones. Oh, yeah. The older generation ch- cherishes it more because they didn't. They had the big ones you had to put up yeah, on your shoulder. Exactly. They're yeah. like film and which film yeah, is coming film. back. A lot of people are lot turning people hybrid film. between yeah. digital and film, but 
the money they had to pay to get it developed, the oh, yeah. uh, just the time that went into it. So I think our generation doesn't value it nearly as much right. as the older generation because we have so much access through our cell phones. Yeah. But but then because they have so much access through their cell phones, they don't necessarily appreciate the professional side of it right. where you get the better quality, you get the and some people are like, "Oh, well, I don't really care about quality." Well, no, you do. You should. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think you don't, but you do. Oh, you yeah, do. You do. But um so that trip to Iceland and Israel, was that the same trip or two mm-hmm. different ones? Two different trips. Okay. I went to Iceland last October and then Israel in March. And then I'm going to Thailand in December. Jeez. Yeah. So So what do you go are you do you who do you go there with? Ben or Yeah. Um the Israel trip was like we went through our church. There was a big group there okay. were like sixty seven of us going. Yeah. Um, but really that's probably the only way I would have made it to Israel. Yeah. Um but Iceland we went with some friends and um it was great. I mean, we saw all the waterfalls. We saw black sand beaches. I mean, yeah, Iceland is just a whole nother world. Yeah. Um, very, the weather is very, it's like Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> One minute it's great. The next minute it's snowing. The next right. minute it's raining. It's, yeah. it's bipolar. <laughs> right. But Iceland is beautiful. And it was cheap to get there. A little expensive once you're there, but cheap right, to right. get there. So it's like, why not? Might as well. And some of my favorite pictures are from there. Actually, there's a... Um, photography contest every year and it's thousands of photographers millions of pictures that are submitted um and i submitted some from iceland and i think four pictures from iceland made it to the top 10 percent out of like i'm talking like five million pictures yeah, so that that's was crazy cool. yeah i had that's cool i had several in the or three or four in the top 10 percent four or five in the top 20 percent and like yeah. one or two in the top 30 percent so that was pretty exciting, especially since that was the first time I ever entered the contest. Yeah. Um, very, there was like a big boost in my confidence. I was like, oh, oh, definitely. I'm like competing with some of the world's best. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so that was cool. But it's just, I mean, you go to somewhere like Iceland, you can't, you can't put your camera down. Oh, exactly. Everywhere you turn, there's something you take a picture of. The horses that you literally can pull off and just go pet the horses that are Jeez. just standing there. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was cool. Did you go to like a particular particular place in Iceland or like just all around? All around. Yeah. So we went all along the bottom half of Iceland. Okay. So all the way to the, I guess, all the way to the, to the one side. So there's Reykjavik over here and then you went all the way to the other side. Yeah. And actually we went as far as you could because then the road shut down. Um, it was only locals that were allowed to take the, the other roads. Okay. Um, I guess the weather with as bad as it snows and all the ice and stuff they don't let tourists go that way so we went all the way out there and it was like the closest place to eat was 40 minutes away so you got to drive 40 minutes to get food and 40 minutes back and um so we didn't really want to stay in just one place so we we went to Reykjavik for like a day maybe two which I I wasn't overly thrilled it's like a mini new york it's time okay i wasn't i'd prefer to go out where there's like rolling hills and sand beaches and goats and horses and we went in these their little that's the capital isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah we went to this little hot pot uh it's basically a watering hole that's warmed up by a local volcano so we went and found one of those and that was pretty cool um there's so much to do out there we were there for like a week yeah you can't fit everything in a week but are the people big like really (laughs) (laughs) not really i don't know maybe because i just base it off like um I know a lot of uh, strongmen are from yeah. Iceland. Okay, so in 
actually we stopped by the Iceland the biggest CrossFit gym in Iceland. They've got like 1,600 members or something ridiculous Jeez. like that. We stopped by that gym and it was pretty cool. Um, and some of the people in there, it's like, did you eat the iron today? Like, I don't understand. So some people are like really strong, but yeah. I think like the local farmers and stuff, they're they're pretty small. Their diet, their portions are pretty small. Their diet's pretty okay. clean, as far as I could tell. Yeah. Um, Just because of one strong man, um, half Thor, the goat, he plays um, the mountain on Game of Thrones. I don't know if you're okay. Heard of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, half Thor Bjornsson. And I saw a documentary on him, and his whole family's big. Mm-hmm. Like, even his sisters. Yeah. It's like, jeez. Yeah, they're not all that big over there. Oh, okay. There. But I thought I it just it was good, like a... But it might be depending on where you go. Because yeah. I know a lot of the girls that compete in CrossFit are from Iceland. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yep. I mean, they got to be doing something right over there. <laughs> I don't know. But the people we saw, I guess, like I said, more of like the farm people. Yeah. They weren't huge, but, I mean, they weren't small. Yeah. That doesn't really answer your question. But. Can they tell that you're like a tour? Like, oh, yeah. Could, they, really? Oh, yeah. We went to the Blue Lagoon while we were different? out there. It's like this big salt blue water pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were there, it's like you could tell. that's That was like the spot to be. Yeah. But anytime you went everywhere else, you could just kind of see people looking at you like, yep, American. American. They're not from here. How but they weren't mean. They were very nice right, over right, there. Right. Um, but they could definitely tell we were tourists. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder how they know that. Uh, well, I mean, were you Tanner or something? Or are they just like? Well, everybody over there is like blonde. Uh, okay. So that probably gave part of it away. But I mean, blonde when you hair, walk, blue ar- eye, yeah. That kind of thing. But when you walk around over there, you're literally looking at everything because everything is so pretty. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know how you would get used to looking at stuff like that because it's so pretty. But I'm sure growing up there, they have like a. Oh, well, we see it all the time. It's not a big deal. Right. But for us, we're like, where? What? Like, this is so cool. Especially living here when you yeah. don't see any yeah. mountains or mm-hmm. anything. It's Delaware. So yeah. It's, it's like, like um, big, huge glaciers and yeah. waterfalls. And my old youth pastor lives in Colorado. Okay. And he posts pictures of him in his backyard all mm-hmm. the time. I'm like... I don't even have to go to another country. I can just sit in his backyard because all you see is mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's your backyard? Yeah. I went to Denver last summer and we hiked a couple, I hiked a couple mountains with my friend and she, um, she's the hairstylist I use. So we went okay, out to Denver, yeah. hiked some mountains, saw some really cool like water holes at the top of mountains and all that jazz. I just don't know how you could get used to that. I, I would not get, it's just so pretty. Like. What if you did the boudoir stuff out there? I've traveled. I have traveled. Oh, you have done it? it? Yeah. Is that still called that or is it called mm-hmm. like travel boudoir? I mean, <laughs> you could probably call, call it travel boudoir. <laughs> but yeah, I've gone to like um, Philly and Maryland and Pennsylvania. Well, Philly's have you done it like outside? Yes, I have. Oh, really? I did. Um, there's a place right in Maryland I've used outside. It's like a oh, big geez. stream with big rocks and. Okay. It's like a. It's almost like a. Like an Amazon feel, yeah, which was pretty cool. Um, it started pouring at the end of the shoot, so we had to rush to the end, which kind of sucked because we had some really cool stuff lined up for the end. But yeah, done outside, gone. To did they do states. like costumes? Mm, I haven't. Or is had that any... like only if someone wants to do that? Yeah, it's really by request. Okay. Um, a lot of the times they'll ask. And like what they want to wear? Yeah, I'll okay. give them pointers. Like earth tones work really well, or like 
go to Forever 21 or obviously Victoria's Secret, all those places. Yeah. But a lot of it's, they. I have a client closet they can pick through if they want to find something that they like. Obviously, everything's clean. Um, but if not, if they don't want anything from my closet, they bring their own stuff. Some people use jerseys from their fiancés if they play. Ah, okay. uh, one of my friends... Um, refer to friend and they do bowling or their fiance's bowls so they had like a bowling jersey and yeah, so sometimes trying to <laughs> well you, it's all how you use it's the different. jersey that's true yeah too. so it's um maybe sexier feels a basketball well some people jersey. use basketball yeah. jerseys and football jerseys and all that stuff some people they've brought like a baseball bat or something what like they that. brought like chains and a whip would you say no I wouldn't say no. I would just probably have to research how to make that look appealing. Oh, I did have someone bring cups, much. though. I did have someone Dang. bring cups. That was cool. It's it's all about trying to incorporate things that are special in their relationship yeah, and yeah. making it look appealing, not like you're being abducted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's different. Some of the stuff that comes through is different, but you got to find a way to make it work. That's so crazy because you went to the – college for like athletic training or something didn't you i double majored in sport management and marketing oh, so okay. i have more of a business background okay um i worked with the football team for four years as an equipment manager which i after that i was like this is what i want to do like yeah, yeah. i love this job and i was good at it um but then after i did my internship in tennessee i came home and things didn't work out the way it was supposed to and so then i was kind of like well I guess it's sink or swim and yeah. I worked at a I was a nanny and then I worked at a financial firm and I worked at a construction company and then after the construction company I was like all right we're just gonna try it try it full-time see how it goes yeah. if it goes well great if not I'll find another job yeah. so far it's going well so I, I'm probably gonna ride this train for a little while see how it goes yeah so that's what you're doing full-time mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah hopefully it continues to grow and oh yeah definitely I love it I do yeah it's crazy I was doing um training uh full-time for a little bit okay um but you know that just uh i always thought that was what i was supposed to do mm -hmm. um but then it's just like people yeah people happened yeah you know and they just don't want to do things no they want it handed to them yeah and i just couldn't handle it i was yeah. putting too much effort and work into these people and they just don't, don't do it didn't do it themselves mm -hmm. which blows my mind because you'd think if they're hiring a trainer that they would want to be there because that's they're what, paying that's money. what you would think <laughs> but i guess not. it doesn't matter if they pay money it doesn't matter it's you know it's just all about people's want and they want a quick fix mm -hmm. and um I, this is it's just something i didn't want to do anymore yeah understandable. you know i mean i have more fun that's why i train the, i still train the uh girl that's a fighter mm -hmm. um because also now, like, she has a fight coming up. If she wins, she'll be 4-0, and potentially she could go pro. Oh, wow. Um, and then after that, it's about trying to get to the UFC. Mm -hmm. So Which is a whole other ball field. Exactly. So I was like, yo, I'm going to ride this out. Yeah. You know, and really, um, and plus she's best friends with my wife, and we're all good. Yeah. Uh, we help each other out with things and stuff like that. So, um Connections is a big deal. It really knowing is. Knowing people is, is in, any, in any industry, knowing yeah. people is the most important thing. And it's so funny that um, me and her talk all the time. Like, the pe the way that people weight cut in UFC is awful. Mm -hmm. And you're professional. Mm -hmm. The like, havoc you, you have... wreak on your body is just, it blows my mind. Yeah. And you're it blows my mind even more when you're a professional. Mm -hmm. 
and you're at weight cuts shaking to make that weight that you're going to fight at? Yeah. You're shaking. Yeah, how are you going to fight? <laughs> but hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can replenish yourself because you have a day to do it. Yeah. But um, it's not going to be enough to... It's ridiculous to me. Yeah. You know, but then the people in the fight game make fun of um, people that have coaches that used to bodybuild. Hmm. I'm like, why? They understand weight cutting better than anyone else. Yeah, well, safer, at least. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to say that. <laughs> but, um... No, definitely safer than wrestling. The way wrestling mm-hmm. or uh, MMA people do it, um, they just focus. I think they focus too much on water weight. Mm-hmm. They focus too much on um, depleting in too much water, where they don't diet hard enough mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because that's what I do with her. Is like we diet hard, so then that way, she's ready a week and a half, two weeks out. Yeah. So then when she it's ca- not such a shock to her system. Exactly. You know, that way she could fight that way. Because mm-hmm. she's been walking around at that weight for a while. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's just so crazy that they have professionals that do that. And she was like, she were texting about it the other day because um, what brought it up was this girl was like, oh, I have to stop lifting weights because it's ruining my cut. What? Wait. I was like, no, that's not how it works. It's <laughs> not how any of this works. No. Um, but yeah so i was like uh so i sent her a picture of my last show i was like i was 235 starting out i was lifting heavy the whole time and i competed at 175 oh gosh so i shouldn't have got that heavy that was my fault um what's that 60 pounds yeah that's a lot yeah um and i did it in 16 weeks oh gosh (laughs) yeah I mean, and it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't anything hard for me though. Yeah. I was just, I was eating Mm -hmm. like kind of bro diet clean. Um, like your vegetable, like your greens, um, particular amount of protein. And so I had a coach, so I was just like following what she told me. When you trust professionals to do their job, it makes your job easier. It really does. Yeah. Um, the only thing hard about bodybuilding is that the time with competing you want to kind of fill yourself back up because you're flat mm-hmm. from all the dieting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the carbs, the sugars, and stuff will kind of help make you pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so eating all the clean food, and then the day of the show, I'm eating fried chicken from Royal Farms <laughs> and burgers and all this kind of stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. So I kind of felt awful. sick. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I was drinking soda and all this kind of stuff to. But, it, hey, it helps. Yeah. It does. You do what you got to do. You know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, what's funny is the second show, it helped after I was done. Hmm. That's when I looked the best. Interesting. was after I was done. That's when it hit me. I was like, great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's tough. But, yeah. Do you have anyone that does that for, like, to get ready for a shoot? Do they diet? Say, I... hey, I want to do a shoot, like six weeks later or you know what i mean or a month later i have never had anybody ask me for a recommendation for any kind of trainer or anything right um they typically the line i'd get is um i just want to lose a couple pounds and then i'll get back to you yeah well usually they don't get back to me because they didn't lose that couple pounds yeah which it's okay (laughs) i mean i get it you want to be if you're not confident in yourself and you're not um comfortable oh, it yeah, will exactly. show in pictures oh yeah and i try and tell that to my clients all the time 
Like if you're unhappy about something, it will show in pictures, family pictures, anything. If yeah. you're not happy with what you're, the outfit you're wearing, if you're not happy with how your makeup was done, any of that, yeah. it will show. And so pretty much you just wasted that money because it's going to show yeah. and you're not going to be happy with the final product, mm -hmm. which then means I, that means I didn't do my job. Right. If you're not happy with the final, then I didn't do my job well. And I work very hard to try and do my job well. Exactly. So it's, it's tough because people think that they have to lose a couple pounds when if they, if they trusted me as a professional mm -hmm. to do my job, they wouldn't feel like they needed to do that. But it's hard to trust people that you don't know. You're, I'm asking them to stand in front of me in a bra and underwear and here, go lay on that bed real quick and I'll yeah. make you look great. It's like, yeah. you're what? <laughs> Tell yeah. me, you wanna run that by me again? It's like, just trust me, like I promise. Yeah. It's gonna feel weird, but it's gonna look great. Yeah. That's the other big thing. With any kind of pictures, it's just listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. It's gonna feel really weird, oh, but yeah. it's gonna photograph well. So exactly. just, just trust me and they're like, no, it's gonna look awful. And then they get the final like, oh my gosh, it actually looks great. Yeah, like, exactly. I told you. <laughs> And well, it's like in, I'm sure in weddings you probably get it more than more so than anything. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, we want this, this, and this. You know what I mean, and all that kind of stuff. And they're trying to tell you how to do, yeah, how to do your job and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, well, did you get a picture of this? It's like I did that like 30 minutes ago. Yes, yeah. I did that. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's another thing. Is like, um, people, because I know what well, my wedding. Um, my, my dad did mine, and then he had two of his students mm. help, and um. So he was doing pictures, they were doing video and stuff like that, and I think he had another guy help doing pictures too. Um, so my uh, my dad was getting mad because we weren't like speeding up, and I was trying to get people to do it because I know how that feels. Yeah. You know, I know the feeling and stuff like that, and then we were trying to go outside, but that day was like over 100 degrees. We're oh. going to go to, um, what's the one in Newcastle? Battery? Battery Park. Battery Park. Mm-hmm. And we were going to go there and old Newcastle and stuff and shoot. But we were like, no, it's too, too hot. I'm wearing a jacket. No. Yeah. I don't want to pass out today. So, yeah, for real. And um, so we ended up doing it inside. And I think a couple of my pictures, um, you could tell my wife wasn't that thrilled. thrilled <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> but hey and that's what I told her I was like hey it's gonna show in the picture you know you gotta be you gotta be happy about yeah, it yeah um what if the person is like they're comfortable but they don't feel sexy by the time they, like how would you make them feel you know what I'm saying like <laughs> that's why I show them the back of the camera ah that's okay, like yeah. and that's like super taboo because a lot of photographers are like, like oh it's like that. the picture like i'm not i'm not showing you the back of the camera like it's not yeah, edited right it's like, okay but if you showed them the back of the camera they see what what you see They're like that's not me i'm like nope it's definitely you like you're the only one standing here i just yeah. pushed the button and then they see themselves and they're like it oh my gosh like motivation. i look really good yeah. like, i told you and once they believe it then they it's like they turn sexy on their own. Like I didn't exactly. have to do anything. Exactly. It's again, it's that boost of confidence that they see it and they're like, wait, like I can actually do this. That's why I said 20 minutes in, yeah. I don't know what it is about 20 minutes, but 20, 20 minutes in that's it flips. And yeah, just, I think it's just that amount of time that it takes just to like one, build that um, like rapport between mm -hmm, you two. Mm -hmm. And then she like, you feel each other out and then she's finally feeling comfortable yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, 
Um, I mean, after you I take might a couple slide pictures, shots their way a couple times if they're really uncomfortable. Give yeah. them a shot of something. Give them a whatever they want. I don't know. Well, you just Sometimes. keep that in that room? <laughs> what? You just keep it downstairs, like yeah. wherever you Yeah, I'll is. do like mimosas if they want a mimosa. Okay, Some people yeah. don't drink, which is fine. Um, but I'll say like, you want a mimosa? You want a shot? Is there anything that you want that you think would help? Mostly they'll drink a mimosa. I'm like, okay, I think I can get I, I can get through with one mimosa. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll just do a mimosa then. That's perfect. So, that sounds like an experience. Like, it is. Yeah. It, that's really one of the things I pride myself on is is the experience of the whole thing. It's because yeah. people will say, oh well, I'm on a budget. Can I um, can I do my own hair and makeup? I'm like, no, you can't do your own hair and makeup because typically right. the day you want it to work mm-hmm. is the day it doesn't. Right. And it's, oh well, my my eyeliner wasn't working the way I wanted. Well, this takes all of that out of it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about anything. You literally show up, get your hair and makeup done. Drink a mimosa if you want a mimosa. Then you throw on the clothes that we decide. Yeah. Like we'll go. You got through. professionals doing it. It's not like yeah. you have your next door neighbor doing exactly. your girl's makeup. Exactly. You know I mean? And and it really goes to the whole experience. I mean, from beginning to end, you're completely taken care of. You don't yeah. have to worry. The only thing you have to worry about is what outfit you pick, and that's completely up to you. Um, I give suggestions. I give pointers on maybe things that they should consider or could consider. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that. The, the whole day is taken care of from start to finish. And that turnaround time is pretty quick too. I usually get them the pictures to pick for, because each of my packages come with different products. Right. So I um, I usually have turnaround pretty quick so they can look through the pictures to determine what they want to put in the book or the album or um, printed. Yeah. So I think it takes like a day, maybe two, yeah. to have it turned around. Yeah. Which again builds to that experience of, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Because if you wait too long, it's to like, long it's more frustrating day. than anything. Exactly. So it's like, wait, these are already done? I just got this done yesterday. Yeah. And sometimes I get it done that afternoon. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely. It's definitely different. Yeah. It's definitely not something that's for everybody. Right. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. But I think after you get the pictures and you see other people's pictures, like, okay, I know that person. I know they're not a model. I know they're an everyday person like myself. So maybe that is something I can do. I'm like, yes, you can. You can. Anybody can do it. I swear. Exactly. But it's just convincing yourself that you can do it, yeah. which is not always easy to do. But. Like, uh, so what, um, how many do you do a week, would you say? know how many I, I i would probably do about one a week okay maybe one every other week it just depends it depends yeah. on the time of year too some months are more like, and probably on your makeup person and your hair yeah. person a lot of it is i mean you figure you have to coordinate with four people right not only your client but hair and makeup yeah um and you're you're in schedule i mean because if i'm not doing boudoir i'm probably doing family or an engagement session or like last week i did a wedding and a graduation so it's okay. like it all it all depends. Some weeks are yeah. busier than others. Some weeks are completely dead, um, but then it's it's kind of like last week made up for this week because this week I didn't have anything, but last week I had all these things, and yeah. so it's really it's really kind of like mountains and valleys. Like some weeks are over the top, so many things going on, but right. then other weeks it's like okay, now I have to edit everything, and now it's kind of like a lull. So yeah. I think um, boudoir is one of the things like I said I'm most passionate about so I of course always want to book more of that oh, yeah. but convincing people to book it is kind of hard because yeah. of the confidence thing right um, so I of course never have as much as I want booked yeah. but um, probably I, I try and do something at least one every two weeks yeah um, but it doesn't always work that way 
And that's something that almost has to be passed around word of mouth. Like you can, it feels like, like I feel like you can market or advertise that as much as you want, and um, and it would still be tough. Yeah. Um, because of that convincing, mm-hmm. that convincing part. Mm-hmm. And it's you not cheap. I mean? It's not like. Well, yeah, it's, it's that too. But I I try and work with people on that because right. I know like. I'm not made of money. I know they're not made of money either. Right. But also, and, you have to know your worth too. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can't just cut yourself out. Right. Like, you do work. Just to help that person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I do try and work with people best I can. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's a business, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You have to make money to keep to keep right. going. And so, um, I try to think I'm pretty flexible. I do like, I offer people payment plans and all that other stuff. So, I, I try to be mindful that people can't just drop this chunk of change on something like this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I value it a lot. So it's not something that I'm just going to be like, oh, well, sucks. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. And a lot goes into it, too. Yeah, like, yeah. well, you pay, do you pay the, um, the hair and makeup? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody gets paid. Yeah. And, and like I said, I have a client closet. So that's money that I've dished out for different outfits and different things for people to wear. Yeah. That obviously get cleaned in between. Right. Um, but. I've dished out a lot of money on that for yeah. people to have access to. If they say, well, all my stuff is really old or really gross and I, it's like just ratty or dingy or whatever. I'm like, well, I've got stuff you can look through. You're welcome to. So stuff like that, that you don't think it, you don't think to factor into the cost of doing business, but it is, it's a yeah. big cost. Um, and I mean the different albums and the different, I, I have like an heirloom box that I put their prints in and stuff like that. So there are different, expenses that you wouldn't think about yeah. but are very much a well if I give everybody a discount then there's things that I can't do for you anymore right um, but it's it's definitely it's definitely something you have to wrap your mind around it's photography is very different than the nine to five like yeah. a nine to five you get paid once every week every two weeks every whatever it is with photography you just get paid in clumps yeah like if you work a gig you get paid if you don't work a gig you don't get paid right. so it's like Wrapping your mind around that like and budgeting. You go, yeah. mm-hmm. It's very different, especially working two jobs that I got paid on a regular basis and then jumping to this where it's like, okay, well, this week I have one shoot and next week I have six shoots. So yep. it's Oh, yeah, it's, it's different. I mean, I felt that with um, with training too. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, it was bouncing around, it was on and off. And then I probably had like a month or two. It was really consistent. And I was like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, it's so cool. It's a great feeling. Um. You know, but then, uh, I mean, I'm dealing with the same thing now with my um, my business now. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's all right. Yeah. And time of year makes a big difference, too. Oh, yeah, Like, definitely. closer to Christmas and in the fall and closer to Christmas, you have the family pictures. Yeah. You have the Christmas pictures and all that stuff. But, like, January and February, it's too cold to go outside. Like, oh, who yeah. wants to do anything then? Exactly. So, it's like, those months are pretty, they're pretty slow. But, for the most part, it's... It, it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy but you know what i feel like at least you're doing something that you love doing mm-hmm. and you're getting paid to do it and it's funny because i started photography i guess it's been like six years that i've been licensed yeah and my dad told me a couple months ago he's like you know leslie like i didn't think you were gonna make it and i was like dad yeah. he's like well i mean it's just like it's really hard because you've got all these people in this market and everybody's trying to do photography and if you got a camera you're a photographer and he's like i just 
didn't think you'd be as successful as you are. And I was like, well, I'm glad you told me now because if you told me that then, I'd probably be like, I quit, I'm done, I'm not doing this. But yeah. it was cool to see now he's like, like you've actually really made a thing out of this. And yeah, and you're also doing something that makes you stand out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I don't see anyone else do the boudoir stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially around this state. Yeah, there are some people around here, but again... There are names that I've heard that do it, and I'm like, I've never even heard of them before. I didn't even know they were a photographer. Yeah. But I think um, my little market of people is hopefully expanding based off of their experiences. Yeah. Um, but I know there are people local that do it. I just, I don't know who they are. I know I do it. That's all I care about. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel the same. Like, as long as you just keep doing it, mm-hmm. um, the change is going to come, and it's just going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know I mean? because people like there's tons of people that do the family photos, the baby photos, yeah. the wedding photos. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But um, to do what you're doing, yeah. I think that puts you in a category by yourself, yeah. just because. Yeah. Who else does that? And it's such a specific niche. Like, yeah, it's not like you can just throw a family together and do pictures. Like, there's, I hate to say it, a science to it because it's not really science, but there is a there is a method to it. Yeah, like you can't just one pose doesn't work for every single person. Exactly. Because again, different body types, yep. different way to pose, different people, and what works for this client isn't going to work for this client. Whereas if you throw a family together. More times than not, you can use the same poses. Yeah. And you can use variations of poses in boudoir, but it's not like this exact one is going to work for everybody. Right. So there is more of patience with yourself, patience with your clients, because explaining to someone a pose is not always the easiest. I find that I'm actually showing them physically, like, okay, I'm going to have you sit like this, turn like this, do this, push this, push your hips back. I'm laying, like, if they're on the bed and I'm showing them a pose, I'm literally laying next to them, showing them that pose so yeah, they have yeah. an idea of what I'm doing. In a family, you don't really have to do that. You just right, kind of right. like, okay, well, stand there, turn here, move this way. Like, yeah, smile. It's very, yeah, it's very different. <laughs> right. And most people think that in boudoir, you have to have, like, a sexy face. And I'm like, well, actually, if for me, I don't have one, so <laughs> I'm not going to make you do that. But more times it's like, okay, well, look down, look to the side, smile. It's not more times than not you're not even looking at my camera right which is great because people get when they see a big lens in their face they get nervous yeah and so for me it's like okay we'll just look down this way yeah i'm not even (laughs) looking at the camera (laughs) um yeah a lot of times it's look down this way or turn this way they're not even looking at my camera which is the biggest misconception is people think that you have to have a sexy face to do it you don't you don't i I can i can attest to that yeah because like a lot of people that are regular people probably don't have a sexy face. No. So they're just like, they're, they're trying to do one and they're doing Zoolander. Well, well the funny part is like, I'll say, do you have one? And they're like, no, not really. <laughs> no, so then say, don't make one. Okay. <laughs> so we'll so try weird. And I'll say, no, that's not working. And so then everybody starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. And really it's when you get them laughing, those are some of the best. Like the mood. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it's like, wait, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So I've learned that. I learned very quickly that not everybody has a sexy face. Most yeah, yeah. people don't. It's very rare <laughs> that people do. <laughs> this is not the movies. This isn't. This isn't real. So. Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you got more comfortable. Yeah, it was not see? even. <laughs> see, it's not that bad. No, not that bad. Once you start, not, not that bad. bad. But um, yeah. I mean, just do. I just. I can't wait to see like 
what everything grows into. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I follow you on social media, so I'll be yeah. seeing it. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. And then uh, see you guys later. <laughs>